DJ Plate. <laughs> guest is another member of the GFP gang and he's also GFP Villy's younger brother. This man is not only a producer, he's also an artist. And if there's one thing I've learned from the GFP group, it's that you don't have to be related by blood to be family. Introducing Kinetics. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today, I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Kinetics. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? And this is the third member of the GFB gang, right? There's three of you guys, right? Or is there more? <laughs> there, there's a lot of us, but uh, but yeah, there's so far, it's, there's only been three. But yeah, we got a lot of people in our in our group. We got like, we got... Let's see, GFB Don. We got Coos that's been mentioned a couple times, um, and that's about like the main ones that like that a lot of people know of. Right. Besides, you know, Kid Campo and Villian and me and all that. Right. So, do you guys all put GFB in front of your names, or do you guys just represent yourself as GFB? Um, I know that you know Villy and and Don and Coos all put GFB in a name. Right. Kid Cambo and I, we don't, not because like, not because we don't want to be part of GFE, but like our name kind of stands out as itself. That, that For me, it's like that. Like I want to keep it as kinetics as like, not like a solo, but like, like my own name. Right. But still be part of GFB. Right. It's like too many syllables also. Mm-hmm. GFB yeah. kinetics, GFB kid Cambo. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think you're. You're more than a Snoop Dogg, though, because you're actually part of the group. Snoop Dogg was just, like, associated with NWA. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. actually part of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Like we're, all, we're all one big group and all that. And if I'm correct, you're Billy's brother, right? Yes, I'm his little brother. You're his little brother? What? Yeah. You guys, you look, like, huge compared to him. I know. I'm his, <laughs> I'm his little big brother. <laughs> <laughs> I bet people get that confused, though. Like, what the heck? <laughs> uh, What? Yeah, people get that confused. People think I'm the big brother. But yeah, no. exa- for real. No, I'm like three years younger than him. What? I do not see that. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's because your height. Everyone looks older than me, you know. Uh, I'm yeah. tiny. <laughs> but, yeah, let's 
get on topic. What is the meaning of kinetics and how do you, the way you spell it also? Kinetics. So it's like, like kinetic energy, but instead of a C, it's an X. So it's just kinetics. And the, the, the story of how I got this name, I was just like, I think this is when I was first starting music. And so I was just hanging out with my cousin in the studio. And so, um, we were trying to think of names for me. And I was like, ah, and I just said, I don't know, kinetics. And we're like, bro, that's fucking dope. <laughs> and then we're like, all right, we're going to keep it. But then like, I was like looking back or trying to like, like search up, like, cause I know kin is in it. Like K I N. Right. And I think it means like something about like family and stuff. Right. Or, like, right. Something, it represents something. So I was like, okay, there is a deeper meaning to kinetics. But like the main thing that I tell people is like, you know, people know of kinetic energy and how like, it's like, it's a lot. So what I want to do is I want to bring energy to my music. Right. So I have that kinetics. So, yeah. Yeah. That's like faking it till you make it till you actually find a reason yeah. for your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I, I like that. Actually, I like that name though. <laughs> I know. It's, it's kind of a weird name, but like people hear like kinetics, like the works, like kinetics. I was like, oh, that's looking kind of cool. I just don't think you can shorten it. It could be like kinetic or ticks or <laughs> kinetics. It just works. It can't yeah, make kinet- it shorter. <laughs> yeah. Like when I like put out music, it's always kinetics. But like as a nickname, I go by kin. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't like even that. think about that. Okay. <laughs> I usually just tell people just to call me kinetics. Cause yeah, like, that's cool though. So, are you more on the producing side, rapping side, singing side? Um, it's actually like all balanced. Cause like, well, I mean, when I first started music, it was all producer, and then um, and then I started, you know, writing and stuff. Cause same reason as Billy, no one was talking about my shit. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna just start writing, and then um. Yeah, the first couple songs were kind of trash, but like <laughs> as I kept on going, they, it's like it's all that it's all about progression and all that. But like right. as I kept on going, you know, it got better and better. But now I'm more of like a singer now. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm not that good at singing, but like I like being more of a singer. So, um, but yeah, I still produce and stuff. I like I'm producing for like I produce Kid Campbell's album. Yeah, that he's working on. Yeah, and then um, this guy named John Thomas, who's pretty dope. I'm working on his album right now, which is almost done. Ooh. And so yeah. That's exciting, though. So I think you have some of your beats up on SoundCloud, right? Mm, I have one beat, or I have, like, one or two beats that I made when I was, like, in, like, seventh or, like, ninth grade right. on SoundCloud. But my, I have a YouTube channel oh, that have okay. majority of my beats. Okay. And I think I got, like, I don't have a lot, but about, like, almost 3,000 subs. Oh, maybe. what? Okay, can, you, can I have those? <laughs> oh, yeah. So do you... Are you trying to be like the type beat guy type guy and just want everyone to use your beats if they find a way to use it or um well I just put that in a title just for like you know clickbait and all that stuff right. but uh <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah usually I just make a beat put it on there and then like I'm like okay it kind of sounds like this artist so I'll put the type beat in there right but majority of the time I'll just label it as like the title of the song or <laughs> the the title of it right. on it and all that that makes sense so do you think you can express yourself more through your beats or through singing because you said you like to focus on singing a little bit more now um oh, that's hard because like it's kind of like the both because like i do like i because you could put a lot of emotion into a beat and then you can also do the same when you're singing right i think with the pro- with the producing and all that stuff there's more technicality in showing my emotions and stuff but like singing like i can actually like vocally and verbally show it off right so it's kind of like equal but mm-hmm. i would say more singing right yeah I think it's, I'm always get excited when there's a producer and a singer that I'm talking to or rapper mm-hmm. just to have both sides, you know, cause p- some people, rare. yeah, some people take it for granted though, even to just have a producer, like mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, there's like, I know a lot of producers that like, just like focus on it. And like, I know there's like a lot of producers in like, in our area that like, don't, don't know shit kind of like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like put them on a spot for that, but like, <laughs> like they need, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like with the producers here and all that stuff, like they don't, they don't like, they don't want to experiment with a lot of people. Right. They just want to like sell their beats and just make me money off it, which is yeah. fine. But like, I don't see like the, you know, the emotion or the motivation that they put into it. Right. That makes sense though. That goes all back to why people aren't really connecting out here. Mm-hmm. But do you think it's easier to come out of Seattle with your beats or with your lyrics? Um, I would rather come out of Seattle through my lyrics. Like, cause like, I feel like with my beats, like I don't want to be known as just a producer. Like I want to be known as an artist that does like a lot of stuff. So I'd rather be like known for like basically my songs and all that, not just my beats and all that. Right. I think it's interesting. The only, there's probably more producers that have come out of Seattle, but the one I think of is like Sango. Like he's huge right now in Seattle and he's like, like a lot of artists are working with them outside of Seattle too. Oh dang! But I think it's—I don't know. I think it's just overall the music scene is having trouble coming out of Seattle. So I can't really be like, it's easier for a producer to come out. It's easier for an artist to come out. It's just how you put yourself out there, honestly. Because yeah. like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of good artists out here in Seattle, and it's crazy how like they ha- they haven't been known. Like there'll be some artists like with like top tier like quality music yeah. and be like. 10 views or 10 plays i'm like what like right really right right i see that i see and that then, a lot <laughs> yeah exactly like people are like on that like, like little mosey stuff but like it's cool but like it's kind of overplayed at the same time right like, i know it's like kind of like that kind of like the vibe of seattle but like mm-hmm. i feel like the if you're more unique you're more bound to be noticed mm-hmm. so i think it's weird too i've been starting to find actually a few big artists that have come from seattle but no one realizes they're from Seattle, which is weird. Like, I found, like, a few R&B singers that are actually popping right now. And I'm like, wait, I know this person. And they're from Seattle? I know. It's kind of weird. Like, like the, the whole little Mosey stuff where he doesn't rep Seattle, even though he's yeah. from Seattle. I don't know if, like, if Seattle's a bad name. But, like, <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason why. But uh, I know it's weird. There's a lot of people that don't re- represent, like, their yeah. a lot place. Of, a lot of artists from out of town say they love Seattle, though. So I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a, oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. It's a paradox. <laughs> but yeah, that's how did you get started into producing in music? Cause is it from your brother? <clears throat> um, cause I guess he had a three year advantage over you or unless you started before him. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I was always into music. Like even when I was like a little kid, like I remember like I did band for like four years from like my fifth grade to eighth grade. And so, like, I already had that, like, musicality a little bit because I was in percussion and all yeah. that. And then my my dad and Vili, they started on the program that we use. And so I was just sort of behind the scenes, like, just watching them, trying to learn it myself because, like, right. I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to go into it because I, I didn't know anything. So, like, I think around, like, ninth grade or something like that, that's when like my dad stopped using or making music and then my brother was like doing his own thing so i was like i was like all right i guess i'll just try it so i was like so i was just messing with everything tweaking everything and then as i kept going i started falling in love with like producing and all that right and then like let's see like maybe like 
towards 11th grade that's when i started taking music serious and then um yeah like started everything like my youtube soundcloud all stuff started posting more stuff and then trying to get like a name out there and that's when right. i came up with like kinetics and all that yeah how would you get three thousand subs though like that's hard for some people to get 10 um it was shocking because i i was like at like 89 subscribers posting like these like shitty ass beats <laughs> <laughs> and then i posted this one beat because like everyone knows xx x yeah. tentacion you're right and so like i posted name. i posted a beat that was like that his type beat it was like the hard heavy 808s and all that stuff yeah it was really it wasn't that good it wasn't my best beat but like that beat blew up like hella like i think it's at like almost six hundred thousand views what <laughs> yeah it's crazy <laughs> but the thing is that's the only video that has like that many views all my other videos have like a thousand views I'm, oh man i'm like what i was like what the heck this is like my like lowest quality beat ever and everyone's <laughs> fucking with this one did you repost it or something like how did it blow up so much I, I don't know I, I was, all right so i was at like 89 subscribers when i posted that like a few months later i'm like a thousand subscribers and it's at like two hundred thousand views i'm like what the heck what like why is this one blowing up out of all the ones that i posted that's so funny <laughs> it's crazy fuck i just you just need one thing to stand out i guess but i know i lowkey like i lowkey don't like that like how it's just like that one song i'd rather have like my whole the whole right. system or the whole like whole like gallery of music that i have out there blowing up instead of that right. one because i don't want to be like that one what's that term like that one song that pops a one trick pony maybe? yeah like a one trick yeah but that make i respect that though because i was talking with this artist artist yesterday about this even the i i go through this thing where i like focus on a word or a phrase and i start using it a lot and right now it's instant gratification you know mm-hmm. and a lot of artists would be happy with that six hundred thousand and just be done like they're like i made it you know but yeah. that's interesting that you're saying that's not rep that doesn't represent you as a whole mm-hmm. you know because like i don't want to be known as that person that just made that one song i want to be known for like oh i want to be known for an artist not like not a song because right. like a song can't represent me one song can't re- represent me it should be like my whole career right. that represents me and like the person i am right that's true and what I'm starting to notice is instant gratification is starting to, you get that feeling of, oh, yes. But artists are starting to notice that you're not really blowing up after that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can get, like, 21,000 views on a song, but there's there's no record deal calling you or anything. Oh. Um, I don't see that as much anymore. <clears throat> yeah. That, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I, I don't get that as much. It's... Or maybe maybe it's just I don't. It all comes down to connecting because I feel like if that happens in like an Atlanta or something, if you get like twenty one thousand views on a song or something, there might be someone reaching out to you. But I don't, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had a couple emails from like people, but I don't know if they're scams and all that. So like, oh, yeah. I don't really like mess with it. But oh, does it say like I love you long time? Come over. No, no <laughs> not that. <I'm> <laughs> no, but like there'll be people who like hit me up saying like, "Oh, I work with this record label," and I'll search up the record label. Like it's known, but like I don't trust it at the same time because like right. I don't actually know if that person's like real or not. Right. So I kind of just ignore it. So what are you hoping to see though? Like in Seattle, are you trying to, if a major record deal comes along, are you trying to pick that up, or like what do you do you see yourself getting to a certain point of Seattle and then moving out of Seattle to? further your career or um what do you see happening for you um well i don't want to like 
I don't want to blow up in Seattle and then ditch Seattle. Right. Like if that's the place that like that like grew me up or that I grew up on, then like I don't want to like I don't want to ditch it. I don't want to I don't want to do that. I want to re- represent you know where I came from and then where I stand and all that. So right. I'd probably like I'd probably stay here in Seattle and you know rep Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think no one has the answer though for what it takes. I connecting is a big thing, but like I don't know. It, what is it? What did it take for like Little Mosey or Malcolm Moore to come out of Seattle? What do you think? Because they didn't connect with anyone. Because one person can easily come out of anywhere. It doesn't matter where. But it's just. I think it's just how you put yourself out there. I I think with them like, it was just like, a one song that like everyone liked and like it kind of just blew up and mm-hmm. then like, as they kept making music, they're like okay. You know, my career is starting to pop off. I got to be more consistent now. So I think that's what they did. Like, consistency. it's more being consistent. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, a lot of artists should go towards is consistency, but, like, also, like, quality, too. Right. How often are you producing beats or writing lyrics? With the beats, it usually, I usually make a beat a day. I try to. Ooh. But, like, um, usually it's more like a beat a week now just because of, like, school and work and all that stuff so my schedule's kind of like tight right and with songs it's the same thing as that yeah that's cool though like a beat a day keeps the doctor away <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> wow so what mindset do you have to be in to like make a beat versus write lyrics mm. well with the beat it's kind of just how i'm feeling like do i want to make some like rage song do i want to make some something that r&b singers can sing to do right. i want to make something that like like what the fuck is this like it just all depends on like my mood that day but like right now so like i've been doing more of like cinematic music like right. i want to like it's i mean it's still trap ish but like i want to be like like in a movie i want my i want my beats to like sound like they're in a movie oh like like a star wars guy mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's cool <laughs> what music do you listen to on your own time uh star wars music <laughs> no no <laughs> Um, I listen to a lot of like, like sort of pop and like indie on my own time and like sort of lo-fi music just because it's kind of that chill, relaxed vibe. Right. And then, you know, but I also have like a playlist for like, you know, the trap and all that stuff. And yeah. like the rap, the old school hip hop, all that stuff. Right. R&B. I listen to a lot of things. Right. Except country. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do not know if I'm ever going to find a place in my heart for country. I, it. I th- I think it's important to some extent because white people love it, but <laughs> I, just, I I don't know I can't I can't I'm never like oh shit this is my favorite country song. <laughs> it's kind of funny. My mom, so she's Asian, right? She loves country, <laughs> and it's weird because like a lot of Asians like country. I guess you gotta a pre. I think country people they stick to like using instruments the entire time. I don't think they use like. B? I don't know. I think there's there's been a couple like country songs that have like the trap vibe. I know a couple country hmm. artists that use that. The Old Town Road remix? Is that what you're talking about? No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I don't find the appeal in it. I I don't either. Like it's kind of like, I mean, there is like a couple songs that I can like withstand. But like, if you put it on in the car, I'm gonna be like, bro, like, what can the you f- changes? <laughs> yeah. You know what I find interesting is how people have like music that they listen to on their own and then they'll completely show people completely different music and if they're in a car or like at a party or something like that i get a party because oh, it's yeah. a certain vibe mm-hmm. but at the same time what people listen to on their own time versus what they listen to in public with people is completely different 
for most people at least dude it's like almost with everyone it's it's kind of that like the image thing, like what they want to be portrayed as. Yeah. Cause I kind of do the same thing, but not as often. I kind of show right. them. I like when I'm with my homies, like it depends on like the group that you're in. Like, yeah. Like, um, like the group that we work with called, uh, money talking bandits. One of the, one of the members is like my best friend from like elementary school. Hey. So, um, but yeah, they're, they're posting music too. And they're all doing all this stuff and they're doing like the kind of like the hard, like rap type of stuff, but right. like, sort, of, sort of like the West coast, vibe but yeah like, like hard rap and all that and um like when i'm with them i'll play like that type of vibe music but then when i'm with like my other homies yeah i'll be playing like some pop or like lo-fi that makes sense i think there's a me i like to ask people what they're what type of music they listen to like if i'm if i'm picking someone up or something i'm like what type of music do you listen to i'm like okay i have a playlist for that i literally have a t- playlist for every type of person mm-hmm. even going back to like late 50s early 60s music like mm-hmm. i, I think nice. it's important because music is like a universal language for anyone yeah exactly you know? and like everyone can connect to music right so are we so we're the pacific northwest so we're not considered the west coast right like i still consider the west coast we're by the coast but like if people from out of state scratch like the little mosey and Malcolmore, even what would our vibe be the grunge is that what would be called overall or like because i don't think it's not like we're like west coast seattle (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know i don't really know our like our own vibe that's so weird weird. (laughs) that's so interesting what the hell we need to find that out but i don't actually i don't know i think like i like to say we're just like a melting pot so maybe we just represent a little bit of everything mm-hmm. i guess like even freaking orchestras are huge out here in seattle oh really like yeah that's a huge thing like Bennett royal hall like all these huge music like orchestra performing art places oh. <laughs> i don't know what they're called uh, but <laughs> i don't i don't pay attention to any of that yeah i'm trying to interview kenny g do you know who kenny g is i have nope i oh. don't know kenny g he's a like a legendary saxophonist like oh. he's legendary and he's literally performing with an orchestra in a few weeks or something like that in Seattle. Like, oh, really? But I think it's, for this podcast, I think it's important to tap into every type of art form in Seattle. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's nice to, like, have information and, like, have that yeah. knowledge of, like, every single piece of music that there is. Because, right. like, you know, every like music's everywhere. You can't, like, avoid it. Yeah. So it's nice to know everything. That's true. You can't avoid music. That's true. Mm-hmm. Interesting, like even like the the sound waves that come out of her voice, like that's music itself. Oh wow, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, what inspiration for music do you get? Like the West Coast sound, is that where you gather? Um, I mean, I mean, I listen to the West Coast vibe and all that stuff, but like, I don't want to make music that's like that. Like right. the music that I I write is more of like. The lo-fi, but like I, I do a lot of music. I do like the lo-fi music. I do um, like um, do you know an artist named like Daniel Caesar? Yes, yes. everyone knows. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's the like the type of songs that I make too. Right. And then there's also like if I want to be on a trap song, I could be on a trap song. If I want to rap, I can rap too. Right. But like, I'm like all over the place. Right. That makes sense though. So I want to. I think this is, you're a good person to ask. Why do you? Because I was never a huge fan of him. But why do you think people like look up to like XXX Tentacion so much? Like think of him as like a god. And like like you said, you put out one song that sounded similar to him, so it like blew up. 
Um, like I don't know. He came out of nowhere too. Like when, like when he, because f- I heard of him when he was in jail. Everyone that was, did. That was, that was when his song was popping, and yeah. I was like, okay. Well, I guess because it was kind of like, like a lot of there's a lot of rage music, but I think it had that like sort of hard rock vibe to it. Right. So like people can like bang their heads too, and I think that's why it popped off because it was like like everyone was like, whoa, what the right. heck is this? Do you think he's an inspirational guy though? I mean, he's done a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. His music, his music's pretty cool. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't mind it. I don't think like I think it could be inspirational to like certain like a certain group of people. But um, it's like what we're going through right now. Like, I think it should be all the time in a way. But people are starting to realize you have to separate the music from the person. Oh in a yeah, way. Exactly, exactly. Like with R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. X now. <laughs> <laughs> but, I know, like. Like, a person and their music should be different. Like, I like people, like, hate on X just because of his past and what he's done. Right. But I still like him because of his music. I don't like right. him. Like, like I mean, I like him cool. He's, like, kind of funny and all that. But, like, i rather, like, like the person of their music. Mm-hmm. But. What do you think about, because I'll go on YouTube and I, I won't even search up his name. But he'll somehow, his, like, music will pop up in my feed on YouTube. And it seems like a new song by him comes out, like, every month or two now. What do you think about people's music coming out once they're dead uh i think that's kind of exploiting that i think it's towards them towards the money because i know yeah. like but like the same thing with little peep and all that stuff like, little peep. <laughs> like they're like dropping music and they're dead yeah like, how are you still doing that that's but it's just like because they record all this music and then like they kind of put it away in the archives and then people are like all right i want that i'm gonna right. use it i'm gonna take it all that stuff but it's weird do you archive your music too then if you're making a beat a week a beat a day I have like a folder with like 300 beats. Oh wow! <laughs> but I don't. I've only posted like 20 of them. Oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, like I have like a huge stock up. Like I know like, but like majority of them are like kind of beats that like I don't want to share. Like cause not because like, I think maybe because they're bad. But like also like, like you learn from like, every beat though probably. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I keep a lot of beats archived. Right. So I think it's interesting. You said your dad made music and then you're like, oh, yeah, I was also in my cousin's studio. Yeah, I was watching my brother make music. Like, does all your family members make music or something? Like, what? Our whole family's kind of like, we're pretty artsy. It's like, because, like, it's me and my brother who do the music, my little sister who draws and stuff, and then, like, my dad does music too and all that stuff. So, like, it's like. I guess like because we're we're all into music, we all love music. We're right. all like learning music and all that stuff. But it and it's just kind of funny like yeah. how like we're all into it and all that. And then how like if one person like stops doing it, then like another person comes up to that yeah. and all that. That's funny. Your dad, your guys' dad could be um, an A and R for one of your albums or something like <laughs> introducing. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. So, what type of music did your dad make? He was doing more of like like acoustic stuff and there's like some points where he was making like easy e type of stuff yeah, yeah. like he was he was uh, like he's heavily into like the old school vibes and all right. that so i'm guessing your guys's family is pretty supportive of your music right? mm-hmm. definitely definitely right so but you guys i think it's important also that so you guys make time for music but you guys also focus on like school or your family or your work yeah, it's how do you make time for everything though? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I'm gonna be honest. It's hard having like, cause like I go to school Monday through Thursday, 
and then I go to work right after. So like basically my whole day is just school and work. Right. And then I get home around like 10 p.m. and I just like I just do homework and then I go to bed. Fridays, Saturday, and Sunday are like my only time that I can like hang out with friends or do music or just hang out with family and all that stuff. That's just you know the usual relaxing days. Right. And but it's it's hard keeping up with like school, having to worry about that, and then also work and then music coming in, friends, family, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a, all it's it's a lot of time management skills. Right. It's a give or take for either thing that like you can have doing all that stuff or you cannot have a job and just be focusing on your music. Mm-hmm. And at that time you're either way, I feel like you're a starving artist. I think there's multiple definitions for a starving artist in a way. You know? I've never really heard of that term. You it's, never heard of a starving art- artist? No, no. It's like starving can mean you're literally starving to the point like you're focused on your music but you're not getting a payoff right away oh or starving meaning you're hungry and you want to keep grinding but still nothing's paying off so it's either literally starving like nothing's going your way but you're still focusing on your music you're not working right now your music is what you're doing mm-hmm. the literal starting starving artist or the starving artist that has the family has the job school and they're working. I mean, and they're working on their music, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're still starving. Like they're still hungry, and they're still not quite there yet. So yeah. everyone just everyone starts out as a starving artist. What are your opinions on like the stigma of rap of people talking about drugs, money, hoes? I never understood that why people talk about like drugs and like murder and all that stuff. It's like it's a lot of negative stuff, and it's like. But it's still lit. It's kind of yeah, weird. So like, like I'll be like, I'll be driving to school like at like eight a.m. This is like fuck bitches, kill, kill these guys. Like, oh, like I was like, oh, this this shit heat. Oh, oh, going to my nine to five job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is so. I just, I think, older people are get stuck in that era of music where it was just focused on that because hip hop is so much bigger now than like the nineties. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. It's way bigger, it's, and it's still growing like yes growing genre it, there's it's like all over the place i know like country's even taking some influence of hip-hop too right but i don't hip-hop is like in its teen years right now it has still has mm-hmm. a ton of growing mm-hmm. to do. yeah it's still growing but i feel like i don't know i, I think yeah hip-hop's still growing it's still it's still it's still gonna be around and all that for a long time right so how different is pop and hip-hop because i feel like they kind of clash together sometimes i think it's just like how the use of instruments and all that stuff, how like the vibe of it can is different. Cause like, I know like there's some pop songs and some hip hop songs that like talked about the same thing. Yeah. But, like it's a total, totally different vibe. And it feels like weird. Like when you like listen to one and then listen to the other and you're like trying to compare it and you're like, it's the same thing, but like totally different at the same time. Yeah. Like it's kind of weird. Genres are kind of weird. I feel like I know genres like, that's why I want to I want to learn a lot of the genres yeah. like especially like jazz too I've been like heavily into jazz jazz is like, huge in Seattle mm-hmm. it is it's so nice yeah it's just Seattle's the place to blow up but right now it's not it's it is the place to blow up but it's not blowing up right now if that makes yeah, sense like, I think Seattle's a good place to blow up but it's not on the maps yet yeah but I think it's coming you know what I saw tomorrow little mosey is like throwing a free event and like in Seattle? Yeah, it's like first what? come, first serve. He actually comes here? Yeah, he lives, he's here like a lot of the times, but he's more up north. Oh, okay. Dang, that'd be crazy. What yeah, the heck? I don't, I think that's kind of cool to do, but what are your opinions on him? I think it's really interesting because 
people hate him, but I feel like he wants. To, I don't know. I don't know him. So I, mean, I don't. I can't say he's trying to fix his image now. But like, I don't know. I think it's kind of hard. Do you think it's hard to change people's perspective once you already have given them a perspective? I'm oh sure. yeah, definitely. Because then like they think of you as that person that they first met and all that stuff. It's like kind of like that when you meet someone for the first time. That's like what you think of them. Oh yeah, the first so, impression. Like, like if like. It's like I started listening to Mosey and I was like, ah, he's just like some kid that just does music. He's blowing up. Ah, that's whatever. Just the usual stuff. The right. little, another little rapper. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, but now like I listen to his music a little bit more and like, as I kept on listening to it, I'm like, okay, you know, he's pretty good. You know, he's more, he's growing up. He's more mature now. Right. And so I can sort of see that. So it's like the same thing with like sort of any artist, like as like they progress in their music they sort yeah. of progress as a person themselves and they start to mature more into it because they like they're having more knowledge of it and it's kind of like the knowledge thing too like if you have more knowledge of something then you're more you're more mature about it and all that right i think it's important for like this generation to really connect with the older generation and learn from all their mistakes because mm-hmm. the more you mistakes you learn when you're younger not not that you're personally making but from other people i think you can develop and grow faster and then because if, if everyone's already, like, successful and super knowledgeable by their early 20s, that can easily change the world. Oh, you know? definitely, yeah. But it's just all about that knowledge stuff. Yes. So what is the importance of Seattle for you? Um, Well, it's the place I grew up. Like, you know, like, me and Vili are from, like, Cali and all that. Like, we grew up here when we were pretty young. So Seattle's, like, my home, basically. Right. Like, like I don't want to, like... I don't want to leave this place. Like I want to, I want to put this place on the map. I want to show people, like you know, we're here. You know, we're we're alive, basically. Right. You know, we're showing we're lit here and all that stuff. For sure, I think Seattle is a really interesting place, and it is. I learn something new about it like every day. Honestly, the more it people is, I it meet, is. It's true. But if there's one thing I hate about Seattle, the traffic. The traffic. It's just getting worse. I don't even know if that train's gonna really help anything. Oh, I heard about that. They're making a train here, too. I was like, yeah. eh. That's what's causing a lot of traffic, but I don't know. It works in Canada. I went to Canada, like, over the summer. They don't even have Ubers there because the train is so important there mm-hmm. that if they added Ubers, it would completely trash the taxi economy and the train economy there. Dude, Canada's, like, one of those places where, like, you just can't get mad at. Yeah. They're nice people. I like it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I like to say that it's, like, America, but nicer in a way. Like there's there's give or takes for each place, but like oh, the people yeah. in 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 Canada are really nice people. Mm-hmm. Everything's so peaceful there. Yes, I mean I've never been to Canada. I want to go to Canada, <laughs> but like I've heard like a lot of stories from like other people. Yeah, and like I heard it's always like very peaceful. Every like everything's chill over there. Yeah, everything's doing their own thing. Do you think there's a difference between Seattle music and? Washington music. I've never heard anyone say Washington music. I've never heard that either. I didn't even know that was like a Cause think, its own thing. Think about it. Like Washington, I think Seattle like represents Washington. I don't know if it represents it as a whole, but like when you think of Washington, I guess you just think of Seattle. I don't know. That's like that's kind of how I think too. Like because like if you think about it, Seattle is like the main point or the main like area of washington because like the rest of washington's all just mountains and trees so. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and then like so like everyone's like like all right we're just gonna focus on that one area and that one area only because nothing else matters but think so. about when you think of canada you think of all of canada really i don't do you 
like I guess there's Ontario and Whistler and I can only name like three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. I, I don't know like any like area besides like maybe like, isn't there a place like called Vancouver or something? Vancouver, like? yeah. Yeah, like, Vancouver. I know there's Vancouver and like, and like Toronto or something. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I know like, a, I know a couple places, but like, I think Canada is just this whole thing. Right. That's crazy. Cities and states and countries are, I never completely learned all my countries. So I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I failed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, what is some advice that you have for up and coming Seattle artist, influencer, creator? Mm, it goes back to that whole consistency, consistency and like, and quality. Like you always have to have good quality music. You can't just like write a song in like 30 minutes and then post it and be like, all right, I'm done. Cause like, like you gotta like put like your whole like soul into it, your whole like vibe, everything that you have into that song. And you gotta like, you gotta represent yourself. You gotta be able to put yourself out there and, you know, try to be as creative as possible. Everyone wants, like, I know a lot of people want to have that sound. Like they want to sound like a, an artist. Like, so like some people want to sound like little Moses, Travis Scott, sound like, Travis Scott. <laughs> like, like even me, I'm like that too. Like I want to sound like Frank Ocean sometimes, right. but I can't get to that point. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to make my own voice and make my own, my own like person. I want to be my own person. So that's how like a lot of artists should be. It's like, this is my music and I'm going to represent it as my music. Not like as someone else's music. It should be like, it should be their music. So I think that's one thing too. That's true. Well, what are some final words you have for Seattle? Stay humble, stay strong. Growth is the number one thing and good luck on everything. You know, you know, love your family, yes. love your music. That's love what I, everything. That's what I've learned from the GFB gang support from family. You guys all have that too. Like that's so important. You Family's know? like the number one thing. Everyone yes. like, I wouldn't be here for my mom or my dad. So it's like, you go, I, I got to love them. All that stuff. I, I will always love them too. I will always love my family. Even if like, we're friends like i'll still consider you family right. like we not might be blood but we're you know we're brothers we're sisters all that stuff right for sure well what is the easiest way to reach you uh easiest way probably my instagram which is gabe underscore v-i-l-l-a-a-a-r and also twitter same thing as that G- gabe underscore v-i-l-l-a-a-a-r <laughs> there we go this is dj blake and kinetics dj blake